Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Kekumel with Junior. But how long can we do that intro without changing them? I, I don't know. We don't want a budget. Okay? First, we want to uh, start with an attitude of gratitude like we do every show. And we got to say mahalo. We got to say mahalo to you. Now, we got two new countries, okay? And uh, we would like to honor them in the highest in those two brand new countries. Because, you know, I mean, states is good because it's in the United States, right? But when you get countries, like I never, if somebody were to tell me, Junior, uh, one day you're going to do this thing called on podcasts and, you, and you're going to different countries. Because, you know, when, when we was on radio and stuff, right, it was like the island. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Well, then then pretty soon it, it was the world when the internet came along. But for a long time, it was just the island. Okay, so now we're, we're taking a look at the analytics. And I can tell you that the, the last two countries, okay, you remember Taiwan, right? That was a few weeks ago. All right, since then, we've been uh, listened to by Iraq and Kenya. Okay, Kenya in Africa. Yeah, we want to say how's it to you guys. And you guys over in Iraq, and uh, please control your religious leaders so so we don't have any holy wars over here please anyway but but yeah we like to say hi to the people in iraq and and uh, kenya and and all over the place taiwan and um you know i don't know if you guys do the research okay taiwan is really not like its own country i don't know if you guys know okay check them out check them because everybody goes oh china like take over taiwan you know like uh, Taiwan actually belongs to China. Go, 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 look, go do your research. All right, so I want to say uh, thank you and mahalo to everybody, all the new listeners, and then, of course, you that keeps tuning in every week, right? Now, I keep getting scolding every every week for the podcast. Last week, we was off Thanksgiving. Uh, so wanna, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. want to thank all you guys for being here. Uh, but but anyway, so so I get I keep getting scolding from my producer. He keeps telling me, dude, because uh, he's a young kid, you know, this guy, when I say young kid, I, well, he's in his early 30s. But, but, um, so, so <laughs> the thing about it is, I have this website. He goes, uh, Uncle, you need to mention the website. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's jrkjr.com. We marketed that. If, if you guys are listening to Hawaii, we marketed that like for years and years and years. Uh, the website ranking was <laughs> like off the chain. Uh, but anyway, so jrkjr.com. Remember, juniorkjr.com. Okay, jrkjr.com. Uh, for you guys that can spell my last name, okay, just, just junior, the juniorkekuevashow.com. Okay, I don't know, I don't know who made that decision. It wasn't me, but it's, it's like a long ass, the kind. So, uh, URL, right? So, anyway, but, uh, so anyway, it's real simple to go to the website. Now, on the website, there's, there's a feature on the bottom right hand corner, and you can press the microphone icon, and you can leave me an 80 second message. Now, when you leave me that message, it could be a question, like a life coaching question, because that's what this, this site is about and that's what this podcast is about and it's also about the law of attraction which is you know what what worked in my life and um and and the fact that god is real okay so now this is not church it's not that kind of thing but on the spiritual level you know like the energy within you right and your potential and what you can do in the world if you apply that energy apply yourself and apply your thinking and um, there is a formula you know i mean you know there's a formula for everything but once you get that formula, it's very easy to follow through with all this stuff. So anyway, you can ask me a question. I will answer via email. So make sure you leave your uh, your email, okay? I will answer and I will write it out and I will send you an answer. So we do that as a free service. Uh, give me give me some time. Sometimes it takes about a week to get back to people because of the volume. But um, last week was kind of slow. I guess holiday. 
So uh, we only we didn't have as many emails. We, we only had a, a handful of them, but we managed to get back to everybody. So just just go over there, do that. Uh, if you're on mobile, if you're on desktop, same thing. Small little icon, bottom right hand corner. On the left hand corner is a cup of coffee. Okay, that's just a a nice way of saying donations to the podcast. You don't have to donate. This is just. Uh, as a public service, we do this. Okay, we're not looking to get paid. We're not looking for sponsors. We're not. And if you want to be a sponsor, we'll we'll bring you on. But uh, you know, we have sponsors, and uh, we're not we're not looking to uh, make a million dollars on this podcast. We're looking uh, to make a difference in a million people. Okay, so there's a big difference. Now you can you know like I always say, right? You can serve God or you can serve Mammon. Okay, go look them up. Look them up, points. Okay, on this podcast, we're going we're to talk about some random stuff, okay? Uh, first of all, the things that we see happening, okay? Um, so, you know, who, you know who Edward Snowden is, right? Okay? So, he's the guy who, you know, put all this stuff up on the website and everybody saw all the secrets. And right? then he defected to Russia and, and he's like over there, right? Okay, so... Uh, we were going over some of his uh, videos and material that he put up. And um, so what I wanted to discuss with you guys is the better mousetrap. Okay. The better mousetrap. Now, this is not coming from paranoia or, you know, whatever. But it is a concern. And the, the new world is very much uh, a refined version of what we saw in the old world. Okay, and and you can call this the middle if you want. Remember the old world, you know, you know when when there was plantations, right? You know, and you had slaves on the plantation, and you you, you remember that? Okay, you don't remember that? All right, because we weren't born yet. That's why. Okay, that's the old world. Okay, now we lived in in the you know in the now. We live in the now, and those of you who are you know maybe maybe very 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 old, right? You guys. Um, and if you are, you're probably not listening to the podcast. But anyway, but but you know what I'm saying, right? So you've you've either heard things or heard the stories or or seen remnants, right? Uh, or at least maybe studied it. And and you know, slavery is is a really bad thing, but it's always existed, and it's just morphed from different forms, right? And there's there's one argument that says, "Wow, we need we need government." You know, we need somebody in charge. We need we need somebody to make these decisions. And, you know, and then you get you get the other side of the fence, which is like, oh, no, we need freedom. Everybody needs to be free. Right. (laughs) And and I saw something like this. Right. Back where I come from. Okay, I'll go make this real fast. We would take a left turn real quick. Back where I come from, there was this place called Taylor Camp. And this was a free place. So this guy, Taylor, right, Elizabeth Taylor's brother. Uh, Google Elizabeth Taylor. She was a movie star back in the day, but her brother, right, came to. He moved to Kauai, right, and now everybody's moving. I mean, you know, I mean, we got, we we got all kinds of people over there, and and movie stars. They they all go. I mean, you know, and then Maui over there too. You know, so Hawaii is is receiving a lot of these people that coming, and anyway, so he had this big camp, and they used to build tree houses, and they basically smoked weed and. The drugs and shrooms and stuff and and meditated and I don't know what they did but they just they were cruising they were they were living off the land they were they were free they were this was their free zone in other words right they had a free zone much like they did in uh, Portland and you know yeah <laughs> you know how that turned out but anyway so so they had this free zone that they had right and um and they did have a lot of run-ins with the law because there were certain things that they did that weren't in alignment 
with society's rules, I want to say. Okay, so that makes you think, right? It makes you think like, wow, okay, if everything was free tomorrow, how much infringement would we have on, on somebody else? And is that even possible, right? So, so let's look at the situation, okay? So you had the old plantation model, right? And then you have, you know, you have modern day, right? Now the plantations are all disappearing, right? Sugar's gone in Hawaii. In Hawaii, sugar's gone. Pineapple's gone. Coffee, coffee came, like, like we have coffee now, but it's not the same. And it's not in, in the kind of numbers that sugar was or pineapple was, right? And back in the day, you had guys like Sanford Dole, right? So you guys know Dole. Uh, dole pineapples when you go in a store on a can right okay i well he was an actual guy and he actually you know started a plantation his plantation here and he had a cannery i mean the whole the whole nine right and he was one of the guys and this is for another podcast alliance but he was one of the guys that organized the the overthrow of the queen of hawaii the government right and um so anyway but we're not talking about that we're not concerned about that at the moment okay although it is it is grounds for a podcast but a lot of that stuff is above my pay grade okay uh but i will tell i will tell you that 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 was a thing plantation now hawaii uh suffers a lot from plantation mentality okay plantation mentality and this is because we had grandparents that worked on the plantation, right? We had great grandparents that came over to work on the plantation, right? Immigrants. And then, and then, you know, our grandparents, right? They were the kids. And then, you know, and then, of course, our parents that were the kids, kids. And then now we're the kids, 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 right? So, uh, and, and then, then we had kids. And then, and so, and slowly, slowly throughout the generation, the plantation mentality is wearing off. What is plantation mentality? What is clan mentality? Okay, so it's one and the same. And it's the way that you think, right? So the clan mentality, and this is all relative to the law of attraction. Now, I'm going to tie this whole thing in for you guys, okay? Clan mentality is, we o- we're only going to do what's good for the clan. If you're in the clan, then you're in. Now, if you're outside the clan, then, then you're not our concern. Okay, um, the Hawaiians have a term for it. It's called kuleana, and and that's like what you are caring for, what your concern is, what what is your business. That's your kuleana, right? And what's outside of that is not your kuleana. It's none of your business, right? Now, the clan mentality comes from the plantation because everybody was guarded in the plantation, right? And you had supervisors in the plantation, you had guys that ran the plantation, you had the, you know, so so it was kind of like, kind of, sort of, there was a, a, a division there, right? Because it was us and then them, right? So now the, the plantation owners represented the upper class, right? The, the owner's class. And then, and then you had the plantation workers. And now the plantation workers in Hawaii were kind of cool because they developed this way of communication. So all these different people from different places in the world came to Hawaii to live and, and to seek a new life. And then they, they invented this thing called Pigeon English. Uh, and Plantation Pigeon does not exist anymore. Uh, if, you, if you find someone who can speak it, they're very, very old. Okay, but, but the, the pigeon, right? And this is the way we talk and, you know, the kind of like that. I mean, you know, if you, if you hear somebody from Hawaii talking, you see them on Instagram or, or TikTok or whatever, Facebook, right? And, and you go, wow, they, they talk kind of, kind of funny over there. Yeah, yeah, we have our own, uh, you know, and, and we just, yeah, we just jam. But, but, 
but some of us learned how to speak proper English. You know, we had good parents, right? And and some of us, we're just like, yeah, we're just going to jam, you know? And, and that's what we do. And some of us, you know, like myself, right? Because I got to survive in the business world. I got to survive in that world. And then I, I have friends. And amongst my friends, we just jam, you know? And my friends, I mean, we don't. You know, things about the thing about friends, right? And I just want to interject this at this juncture, okay? Um, oh, that's some big ten dollar word, Hawaiians. Okay, I just want to put this in here. Okay, so, friends, like you can have friends like from all walks of life. I, I got friends that are multi millionaires. Okay, um, I actually had a a, a friend. Uh, we our family friends were billionaires, right? And then. And then we had like uh, papaya farmers that was that was our friends, and we had people that just went fishing. And I had I had friends that did you know almost nothing. They just they just hung out. <laughs> they just hung out. Say, hey, bro, you get a job, but nah, nah, just hanging out. So um, our friends, right, are just a, a mixture of people, and that's how you gotta take people. You gotta take people for people, right? But the clan mentality says, okay, these guys belong to us. This, this is ours, this is us, and, and everybody else is them. And it's us and then them. Okay, and that's clan mentality. Now, clan mentality is the same kind of thing. You know, when you go to get a job, right? And and somebody, you know, you go an uncle in a in a company and then he pulls you in, right? That's clan mentality. Okay, well that's that's part of it, right? Now I'm not talking about nepotism. I'm talking about the fact that you take care of the clan. The clan comes first, right? So if you're in the clan or, you know, we, we use the term ohana. Ohana in Hawaii is family. And if you use that term, then what you're implying is, well, that's, that's ours. That's our friends. That's our, our gang. That's our, you know, our group, right? And so clan mentality is slowly breaking apart right now in Hawaii. Slowly. Okay. We still have a great sense of that because there's a sense of loyalty to that. And you're going to take care of your friends, right? So, People start yelling and screaming and pointing fingers at politicians that bring in their friends to, you know, to give their friends contracts, give their friends this and friends that. And everybody's like, oh, no, you got to be fair. You got to be fair. Well, at the end of the day, right, like everybody has a certain degree of clan mentality. Okay. But here's the thing that works uh, against the law of attraction or the natural order of things or God's natural order of things. Okay. So when you have clan mentality... You come from lack. Okay, and this is why I brought it up on, on the podcast. Is to illustrate lack versus abundance. Now, if you're in clan mentality, that means, oh, there's, there's not enough. We got to get all we can get. It's sort of like the crab that keeps dragging everything into the hole, right? And, and, and you know, it's like, oh, this is mine, mine, mine. Okay, that's mine. Okay, go and grab that. We'll grab over here. Okay, that's mine. Grab over there. Oh, grab over there. Okay, okay that's mine. See? And pretty soon, right? What happens is you start thinking in lack because you start thinking like, oh, I only have this much, right? You see what I'm saying, Hoynes? Okay, so so let me give you a, a couple examples of what I did when I was learning the law of attraction, like way back, way back, right? And um, so one of the things was uh, you give, right? Or you receive, actually you receive in proportion to your giving, so, like, if you give um, a little bit, right, you're going to get back a little bit, right? Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to get enough for you. That just means that that return part, right, you're going to be missing out on if you don't give. Now, you can you can work as hard as you want. And, yeah, you can stack up a whole bunch of paper, right? It, but the thing is, 
I see these guys, right? I've seen, I've worked around a lot of these guys that had clan mentality. So what happened was they wouldn't let anybody in, right? And so they would just take care of their friends and whatever. And some of these guys would make big gains. But then all of a sudden we would see like something happen. Like out of the blue, like something would happen and boom, their whole, like their whole stash or bank or whatever you want to call it, right? It just goes. So like they win, 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 boom, lose. And then they got to start all over again and, and accumulate again, accumulate again, right? Um, I knew this guy, right? And um, he he actually told me one time, and I, I didn't really see it the way that, that, you know, I saw it later on. But at the time, right, he came up to me, and this guy was a celebrity guy. And he came up to me and, go, oh, man, I'm going to start this security company. You know, this guy, you know, whatever. And, and he was all, like, I guess enamored by that guy because he was supposed to be a big sales guy or whatever. But the draw was the money, okay? Now, you know, when I approach things, well, especially after my training, right? Because I, I always did believe that you need to help people, right? You need to help others. But I did not know that it was a principle in not only the law of attraction, but the laws of success. Because all the coaches tell you this, right? I mean, from Tony Robbins to Bob Proctor to all, all the way down, right? And they all tell you these things. Right. They, they say, no, 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 you have to you have to give you have to do something that serves others. Jack Canfield, all these guys. Right. They say, well, what you have to do is you have to, you know, the, the fastest way. Right. So so Zig Ziglar said this. He said the fastest way to get to where you want to get is helping somebody else get to where they want to get. Right. And it's not going to have it's not going to come back from that guy. Right. And, and, you know, sometimes when you do that, like when I do that, like I've, 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 I do this all the time. So I see this all the time. Right. And it happens a lot in the clan mentality people. And that's how I know, because it, it kind of sends off an alarm. Right. And these guys kind of look at you like, oh, OK, what, what's the catch? What's the catch? You know, and I'm like, no, dude, there's no catch. Right. But but I'm I'm thinking it because nothing was verbalized. You see what I'm saying? Like people don't ask me like, OK, wait, 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 wait what's the catch? You know, and I'm like, no, no, you know, and sometimes I'm thinking in my head, wow, so nobody ever did anything for you before. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking that. Right. But back home where I come from, it's like it's like unofficial policy. And and I want to say that it 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 goes outside the friend circle. I mean, where I come from, like back in, well, it was a different time. Right. So back in the day, but back in the day. So so I guess I guess what I could say um, what I could say is that I was raised in an environment in a time where everybody helped everybody just out of being like decent people, you know, and I, I don't know if, if it's if it's a decent thing or not. I mean, it's not you, you can't really categorize it as that. But there were good people and I was raised around good people. Yeah, there was bad people. Yeah, there was people that had clan mentality and everything that they could get for them and bare minimum, you know, to anybody else kind of thing. There's always that. But the majority of people were always giving and always helping. Okay, so so the thing that I saw the most when growing up was not so much people throwing money around because they didn't have a lot of money like that, right? But I saw them throwing help around a lot. Okay, so so especially like... like um, my, my stepdad and stuff like he had his his you know his group right and these these guys were all construction guys and so you know they would all help each other and so like one guy you know need to put up a house you know because he had a i don't know he's making a rental whatever everybody would go and they would help 
Now, nobody would charge anything, right? And this was like the electricians would show up. Plumbers would show up. Like all these carpenters, all these guys. And they would just show up and they would just do their thing, right? Nobody charged anybody anything. And then, you know, what you do is you provide the food and the beer and what, whatever, all that, you know, the, the, you know, that kind of stuff, right? And, and so little by little, everybody helped everybody, right? And everybody, it was at, at some point, it was somebody else's turn to receive. And it didn't, it didn't matter if they were building houses, didn't matter what they were doing, right? But, but eventually somebody did something and everybody goes, oh, yeah, bye, bye, we're coming, we're coming. And they just go. And they just do. Now, I still see that. I still see that here. But the reason I'm doing it on the podcast is for people outside Hawaii. Because people come to Hawaii and they tell me, wow, this is amazing over here. Like, people actually help people. And and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, you know. Because back in the day, it was part of the, you know, although there was clan mentality, right? And everybody kind of keep guarded or whatever, right? But a lot of people helped other people because out of it was it was a necessity out of necessity to survive and this is the old days i'm talking about but but now right you know people people do that but the the illustration that that i wanted to make about clan mentality is that when you operate like that you're operating in lack okay so here's an example if you're not giving freely right without expectation of return right if you're not giving if you're not used to that if you look at it like a sacrifice, okay, so let's say somebody's, you know, somebody's on the sidewalk sitting down, right, and you know they're homeless, right, and and you just kind of go in and give them five, ten bucks, whatever it is, right, could be a dollar, doesn't matter, uh, the, the giving, there, there is no, uh, you know, there's no amount, like, oh, I gotta give certain amount, well, no, no, you just give, right, but if you do that, or the act of, of giving is, is the thing, right, and the, the act of compassion, the act of caring, the act of, of love, the act of, you know, generosity, right? All those things. That It's the action. And, and that action will come back. Now, you know, uh, St. Catherine of Siena said that you are re- you know, rewarded for, for the, you know, for your, for your giving, for the amount of your giving. You, you get back. Uh, Sir Isaac Newton, right? Same thing, right? Newton's Law. And, and all these, these great people in, in history, and they, they're all saying the same thing. But for some people, it's not comfortable to, to like pull money out and like, you know, do that, right? And, and for somebody, it's, it, you know, for, for a lot of people, it, it, they rather just like, okay, I don't want to get involved. I'm just going to go on my way, right? I get involved, Hawaiians, you know? And I think, uh, partly the reason why is not so much that, you know, I was in a position once where I slept on a sidewalk. I don't think that's it. I think it was, you know, I was just like that. Because I remember, in fact, I was talking to my mom one day and I mentioned it. And I said, you know, because I, I, was, I was talking about like how, um, you know, people actually um, really need to share more. And I, I was saying that to my mom. And I, you know, I told my mom, I said, you know, um, I, I always believe that, that we should give if if God has been good to us, then then we should give. And my mom was like, "Yeah, you used to drive me nuts. You used to give away all your toys." And I'm and and I thought about that and I go, "Yeah, I remember that." But the reason I gave was because I felt sorry for these guys. They never have toys, right? And I had toys. I remember this girl used to come over my house, and I did not know she was my classmate because her sisters used to babysit me, right? 
And um, that's that's not a podcast, Elaine, because they taught me some stuff. Oh man, but no, but this girl, right? So she used to come because she used to want to play with my toys. Okay, so she used to be in my room playing with my toys, and I was in the living room watching TV playing with her sisters. And I mean, <laughs> my, my, so yeah, and I didn't know. And, and the sisters were like two years older than us, like a year and two years older than us. And and um, and so I always used to tell them, hey, you know what? When you guys come over, just leave your baby sister at home, right? Because <laughs> I didn't know how old she was. Yeah, I was ten, and I think they were twelve and fourteen. The the sisters, right? And so, but she used to come and play with my toys. Cause so I used to give her stuff. I said, oh, you like you like that? Take them home. And she used to like like boy stuff. I mean, she didn't care. It was something, right? And she used to take them home. Maybe yeah, you like you like that that kind the spider collection over there. The, you know, they had rubber spiders kind of you know that kind of toys. And and I'm like, yeah, you like them? Take them. <laughs> so she used to take them home and stuff. You know. But anyway, but the point is, right? That that when you develop this attitude, when you develop the mindset that yeah, I just you know. Because you got to understand one thing. Here's the, here's the easier way to get into this mindset that will help you a lot in life, okay? So the, the way to look at it is, hey, you know what? God gives me a lot. And because God gives me, right? Like, I got to be that channel, see? You know? And, and I got I to gotta just keep it going. Because if I, if I make it stop at me, right? Then, then where's that follow-through action? And where's the reaction going to come from? Because if it stops in me and I don't give or like I don't project the energy forward, how is it going to come back? You see? And you got to think in terms of energy, Hawaiians, okay? Energy. All right? Because that's that's who we are. Now, one day, my energy is going to leave this body because this body ain't going to be able to go anymore, right? We're going to outlive our body, okay? But it's our energy that we leave and go somewhere else. Now, where? I don't know. I don't know anybody that knows. I'm sure somebody knows. Quantum physics is finding out, right? Because they're telling us, oh, well, there's, we're up to the 10th dimension right now. Okay, so they're, they're telling us these things, right? And, and you know, I'm like, 10th dimension. I can't even wrap my mind around, you know, 10, right? Because right now we, have, we live in a three-dimensional world plus time. That's four, okay? Plus in and out, okay? So like in, where your eyes are, right? Your energy, in and out. Okay, that's five. Now, 10, I, I like, okay, we're going to multiply this by two points, right? It's like mind blown right now, right? I can't, the gaskets in my brain just like overheat at that point. You see what I'm saying? But here's what I'm, here's what I'm getting at, right? When you start opening that channel freely, and you just give like the you, you cannot even don't even consider don't even consider what's going to happen the next moment or tomorrow or next week don't even think that well if i give my dollar to this lady on the street or if i give this dollar to my friend or whatever right if i buy my friend this musubi or, or this hamburger or what whatever it is right mcdonald's fries or, i don't know if you want to eat that but whatever and and if i do this like i'm not gonna have enough for me I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna have for me, right? Okay, I'm here to tell you. Don't think like that. Just, just give. Just, just do. Just give. Just help. Just, just do. Because automatic is gonna come back to you. Okay. Now a lot of people look at my chapter, like right now in life, and they go, "Well, geez, uh, yeah, you because you did all this stuff. That's because you you worked hard all your life, and and you got to where you are. That's why you got all this. No, 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 Hawaiians." 
that's not why. That's not why. Okay, because I can tell you that I've seen bigger dogs, okay? Huge dogs. Okay, and I'm talking guys that are guys guys that have like like eight figures in the bank, okay? Eight figures in the bank. And all of a sudden, right? Brother is is like filing bankruptcy. Okay? And this happens overnight. These things happen overnight, Hawaiians. Okay? Life changes in a heartbeat. Okay? I mean, in a heartbeat, you never know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I might have a stroke tonight when I'm sleeping. I, you know, I'm I'm in good health. My blood test came back. Everything was good. You know, my 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 doctor was like, "Well, your labs are good again." I'm okay. I, I tested. Ne- you tested negative for all this stuff. Well, okay, thank you. I, I mean, you know, but what I'm saying is, that anything is possible. I mean, we may get hit with a you know one of those hypersonic missiles from China that they're sending around the world. <laughs> you know? So, and but am I worried about it? No, Hawaiians. I'm sitting here laughing. Okay, I'm not worried. Okay, it's been a good run. Okay, but but back in the day when I was 12 years old, right? I had this fear. I had a lot of fear, right? Because this Jehovah's Witness lady, it wasn't her fault. But she used to come over and tell me about the end days. Oh, we're living in the end times. The world is 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 pretty soon. It's over. Jesus is coming back, you know? <laughs> so, and and you know, when I when I was, you know, that was the good news. Okay, Jesus was coming back was always good news for me because I was like, oh yeah, I like I like live with Jesus. I like I like be with Jesus, right? But the other side to the coin was, you know, oh well, you know, Jesus coming back, but the world gonna end. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I never lived my life yet, right? That's this is when I was twelve, okay. And that was sort of like one of my syndicate uncles. Because one of my syndicate uncles, right? And we used to call him the fortune teller because he could tell you the good news and the bad news. And the good news was you go in heaven. And the bad news was you go in now, right? So, but 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 that's what he reminded me of, right? And and, I, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, like, like I'm not going to get to do my thing. I'm not, not going to get to go out and be the entertainer. I'm not going to get out to do this and do that and whatever I like do, right? And then, and then pretty soon... I would I started to forget about it, right? But every Saturday I would buy her magazines, you know, just just to be nice. I, I I to tell you the truth, I was 12. I looked at the cover, I looked at the pictures and and I put them on the side, right? And eventually my mom came in, "Hey, clean your room." And boom, they went in the waste basket, right? So I never read the stuff, right? Maybe I read a little bit, but you know what I'm saying, right? But I was freaked out for a while. I was freaked out for a long time. Now, here's what, what I see coming up, right? People are all freaked out, right? Okay, we're living in the last days, okay? Um, Jesus is coming back again, right? He was coming back in, in um, yeah, <laughs> way back in the Stone Age when I was 12. Okay, so now he's coming back again, okay? Uh, and, and you know, I, I have no doubt that one day, right, the world will end some somehow, some way. Right, but what I really think, okay, based upon my esoteric knowledge and and my studies in in uh, esoteric things, right, or hidden knowledge or the uncommon knowledge that that you really have to uh, search for and and um, dive into the books for, is that we end, okay, and we we end at at a certain point, right, because our energy goes elsewhere. But while we're here, right, and some people, you know, younger than others, had to say. Sad to say, some people, they go, you know, in childhood. 
sad to say, some people graduate high school, get into an accident, boom, they're gone. And everybody's devastated, right? Because they all love him or her or whatever, right? And so, but but these things, right? You cannot you cannot predict. You cannot say, well, I'm going to be here another 20 years. So I can do this, that, whatever. No, you don't know. We never know. We could go now, right now. Just look, my uncle, <laughs> my uncle Ciro. He's like, <laughs> get good news and bad news. <laughs> You go in heaven, but you go in now. <laughs> like, so, but 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 anyway, but you know what, what I what I'm really trying to get across to you guys, right, is that you have to let this energy flow uh, flow freely through you. Oh, that's on tongue twister right now. Okay, but you have to let it flow freely. Okay, and when you do, okay, you're gonna ha- you're gonna circulate. See, what I do is I circulate money. I don't spend money. Never spend money. I haven't spent money. Oh, when I say in over 20 years, I have not spent money. I circulate money. I circulate it because I know if, if it's going out over there, it's going to come back in here. If it's going out on the right side, it's going to come back on the left side. Okay, but I got to keep it going. And you know what happens? Every time I start stockpiling money, because I do that once in a while, right? I stockpile. Now, investing is different because you, you throw them in the investment and you let it go and it just does its thing, Right. I'm talking about stockpile in the bank. Now, the bank is the worst place to keep money. It's the absolute worst place to keep money. If you're keeping your money in a bank and you're, you're I don't know, dependent upon that small little fraction of a percentage in interest, <laughs> what I don't know what it is. Uh, what is it? 6%, 5%, 4 I don't know, whatever. If, you, if that's your game or if that's your thinking, um, you need to take your money out. Okay, so... You need, I mean, I don't care what you put it in. I mean, be be smart about it, right? You know, I don't know if you're going to do crypto or what you're going to do, but do something else with it that makes you grow while you're waiting, while you're hanging on to it, right? You know, something safe, something, you know, some people buy bonds. Some people do, you know, more more solid things than, than gambling, right? I'm not saying to take out your hundred grand and, and put it on red and spin the, spin the wheel. I'm not saying that. But but the bank is is a bad place to keep money. Okay, it does not grow. So anyway, but the energy needs to needs to flow. So when you start circulating, okay, so things come in, things go out. Okay, now when you look at your bills, okay, so this is uh, this is another tip for your bills. Now you know on another podcast, like kind of long ago already, I said that there's a certain method that I do with my bills. Right. Because, you know, I have I have companies and, and so we get like huge stacks of, of, you know, junk mail and mail and bills and all of that. And all these bills. See, what I do is I look through the mail. Right. And I look to each every everything. Right. All the, the junk mail, which is to me is a crime to waste all those trees. But all the catalogs, all these things, the mailers, all that stuff that they send. Right. Unsolicited. Right. They, they just send it. And so, so that all goes in the rubbish can, okay, right away. Now, the, the bills and stuff, right, they all go in a stack. That goes to my executive assistant, right? Now, my executive assistant, her job is to open the mail and to file everything, right? And then to keep everything until, right, until payday or until we do the billing, right? And when we do the billing, okay, there it is. Boom, 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 okay. This amount going there, that amount going there, that amount going there, and then boom, it's done, right? Now, here's what it does. Here's what that system does or or what it did for me anyway. 
and it might not work for everybody okay but here's the thing and this is the thinking behind it the thinking behind it is that you don't want to get a let's say you get a i don't know uh our phone bill looks like about 300 bucks so let's say you get the 300 dollar phone bill right but you don't get paid for two weeks and during the two weeks you're thinking like oh man i got that 300 dollars. i gotta pay i got that 300 and it's on your mind okay now that's interfering with your work why well because your mind is not on your work your mind is on that 300 dollars you see what i'm saying now that turns into worry okay now worry is like praying for something bad to happen now if you don't want to worry don't look at it right now you know you can get bills okay everybody's got bills this is our debt system our fiat system okay everybody's got a telephone bill or a, or an electric bill or a mortgage or whatever you get office rent all of that right but that all stays in a stack no when it's when it's crucial or if it does get crucial i don't know i never got any phone calls but if it does get crucial they will call you trust me they want their money okay and i i know this because i used to work in collections when i was like in my my uh, i think early 30s mid 30s i was working in collections okay i went through like several collection jobs one of them was medical collection so it was on the phone all day long you know and, oh can can you can you afford to pay something right now i think you know because we're trying to get our percentage down kind of thing but but that's the you know if it if it's really important they will call you they have your phone number they will call all right so if if it's not that important right then then yeah you you know and if you're i mean if you're 60 days 30 days if you're that far behind 30 60 90 days kind of thing then then okay maybe maybe you need to address your stack of letters a little sooner okay but in our experience you know monthly right which is, is what we do and what we have and i could tell you from experience once i started doing that and i started doing that when i started learning the secret by Rhonda Byrne, and this was about hmm, by now it was 2007 so I don't know what I do the math points. Okay, <laughs> do the math, do the math, cause Uncle's tired right now. <laughs> but but yeah, so so 2007, and since then, the whole world went off my shoulders, cause you know up until that point, I can I can remember being so like stressed out, because I was responsible, right? I used to work with this guy who is actually an author now, right? He wrote his book. Um, his book is called um, Persuade. Go look for it. Okay. I'm not going to say his name or anything, but look for the book. It's called Persuade. If you're a sales guy, you want to read that book. It's on Amazon. Okay. Remember that. Uh, but this guy had this, you know, and he, he, made, a, he made a very uh, positive, influential impact on me. Right. And he just sent me a Thanksgiving text. And he's a general manager of a radio station right now. But the, the most impressive thing, two really impressive things about this guy that I like, well, three things. Number one, he was very clean cut, very conservative, very, uh, uh, I want to say uh, tactful, very tactful. The second thing was he had a huge American flag on his wall. And, and I admire that because I think people need pride in their country. People need to be proud of where they're at. People need to support the country they're in. Okay, if you're a guest here, you know, and you're not invested in the country, okay. But but if you're here, if you're a citizen, if you're part of this thing, right, then you want to make it the best you can be. You wanna you wanna contribute and, and do the best you can. So anyway, that was the second thing. The third thing, right, 
is and the most important thing I think that that actually kind of made an impact with me that on his desk okay now on President Truman's desk right he had a sign that said the buck stops here and he had it on his desk right this guy right had this sign and it was on his desk and it said I'm responsible and at the time, this guy was a general sales manager. And I was like, whoa. Like, I saw that sign. That's the first thing that resonated with me. And I'm like, wow, I'm responsible. And the reason why it resonated with me is because at the time, I had two companies already. And I was forming company number three. And, and company number three was the, the company that we wrote jingles and stuff and whatever for the radio stations that, that I worked for. And, uh, well, actually, I, I contracted. I, I worked for them briefly a couple of times but I subcontracted to to the main office uh with with my consulting company and so we were building the consulting company at the time when I saw this and it resonated with me and I was like yeah that that's it I am responsible right so that was part of the problem up until 2007 right because I was responsible I started micromanaging because I was responsible, I started overreacting. Because I was responsible, I felt that if I just let go even a little bit, like everything will fall down. Okay? Okay? <laughs> One more time, boys. Okay, there you go. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. That is totally, totally wrong. And that's not how you operate in flow. Since then, I have learned better. Okay, and then I'm talking about 2007 from about that time till now I have learned better okay so I'm here to tell you guys okay people people out there okay I don't care if it's your family I don't care if it's your job I don't care what it is okay if you take a break and go take a nap okay and reset because you got that's how you reset your vibration take a nap okay because when you wake up everything is brand new the flow is brand new the vibe is brand new Okay, so that's like your time out, right? You go sleep. So at night when you go to bed, okay? But here's the thing. Dr. Joe Dispenza says, right, that, you know, cells have memory, right? So the things that you were worried about yesterday get carried into tomorrow, right? Well, it gets carried into today first, right? <laughs> and then, then tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And guess what? Pretty soon you're living the same life every day until you die. And you don't break free of that. Okay, so the reason why I'm, I'm mentioning this to you guys is to inspire some of you, right? Whoever has this difficulty, some of you guys got this down already. You know, my, my older listeners, you guys, you know, I hope you have it down already. I hope you guys, you know, know this stuff, right? But you got to break free of this stuff, okay? So you 20-somethings, you 30-somethings that are tuning into the podcast, you got to break free of this, okay? And the way you change your life is with a pen and a writing pad, okay? That's, that's all you need. Okay, now, to accentuate that process, visualization is important. And now we have great tools. We have screensavers on cell phones, right? We have all that stuff. Use it. Okay, now, if you're putting a picture of your family on there, I, I totally get it. I understand. Okay? But I don't think you're going to anger your wife if you're putting your dream home on there. So you can manifest your dream home for you, your wife, your kids. Your, you see what I'm saying? So use it. They're, they're tools. Or on your on your computer, right? They're tools. Now, you know, this this one guy I know, right? And I, I tried to help this boy and, and I hope, you know, he's in his thirties, he's still finding his footing kind of thing. And and you know, I try to help this guy, right? 
And um, I'm just kind of observing at this point because, you know, some people, okay, when, when you're on a downward spiral, you can't see it, okay? And I know, right? Right here, guilty, right here. Because I was there, okay? It was called my 20s. And I was down spiraling like till till about 28 or 29, I think. And, and you know, but people can't see it. When you're, when you're in it, it's hard to see it. It's hard to pull yourself out of it when you're caught up. It's like a whirlpool. It's like being in a whirlpool. It's like being in a riptide. It's like, it's very difficult to break free of that, okay? But what you have to do at some point, some point, okay, is to become the observer so that you can look back in and see what's really going on. You got to be able to look back in and go, yeah, you know what? I'm making excuses. You got to be able to look back in and go, yeah, you know what? I'm overindulging in donuts or cigarettes or whatever it is, right? Beer, alcohol, whatever. I'm, I'm smoking too much weed. I mean, whatever it is, right? But you got to be able to pull yourself out of the box first so that you can look back in, okay? Now, this also includes energy, right? Because you need to stop the energy flow at some point, take a break, and, and do it long enough to be able to put yourself in neutral so you can look back into the box and go, oh, yeah, that's what's going on. You know, because sometimes we convince ourselves, we are so intelligent as humans, we convince ourselves that either it's okay or or never mind or, or block it out, just keep going, put the blinders on, that's all right. You know, and, and um, yeah, a friend of mine uh, actually, you know, succumbed to all of those things after he built his fortune and he died on the floor of his mansion. You know, I, I said it on, an, on another podcast. I said, I was proud of him. You know, I wasn't proud that he died. Of course not. I was proud that he died on the floor of his mansion and not on the floor of his cardboard box. You see? But, but you know, things happen. And, and hey, you know what? Like, you can't judge, Hawaiians. You cannot judge. You know why you cannot judge? Okay? I mean, everybody has opinions, right? But you can't judge. Judgment is a little harsher than opinion, right? Um, although it is part, you know, it's, it's relative, right? It's related. But, but you can't really judge, because everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own weaknesses, right? Some people call it demons, right? Everybody has their own demons. Oh, well, there's demons took over. And they... No, you, you know what? When you're blaming demons, okay? Or if you're blaming Satan, or if you're blaming... Right? Okay, no, no. You know what you need to do? You need to go look at the biggest demon. You need to observe the biggest demon, okay? And how you do this is you go into the bathroom, you turn on the light, look in the mirror, right there, boom. There he is, or there she is, right? That's the biggest demon right there, okay? Now, if you can face that, you can face anything, Hines. You can face anything, because I had to do that. I had to stop. I had to turn on the bathroom light and go, oh, I got to face that demon. <laughs> That's, you know, I had to first, but first, you got to realize, you know, when you're brushing your teeth in the morning, you got to realize, oh, son of a gun, I'm looking at the demon. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, but you're also looking at the good side. Okay, so what I tell my clients, my life coaching clients, and this this is a public service for you guys. I tell my clients that what you need to do is you need to get to the point where you turn on that bathroom light in the morning, and you look in the mirror and you love what you see. And it took me a long time, because the first thing you gotta do, acceptance, is the first step. First, you gotta accept what you see. It's a hard. It's Believe me, it's difficult. 
okay, my popularity was soaring at one point in my life, right? And and this was in the beginning where the career was skyrocketing or whatever you want to call it, right? I mean, you know, it's relative. This this island is a small place to skyrocket. But I'm just saying, when that was going on, right? I was looking in the mirror and I hate what I saw. I hated what I saw. I, I was I'm not happy with what I saw. And it took drastic steps for me to change it, right? I had to lose 60 pounds. I had to, I had to there were so many things I had to correct. Everything that was wrong, right? By the time I was, you know, taking off, whatever, then, you know, people use all those terms. But once things were going good, right? There was so much I had to correct because if I didn't correct it, I guess what? It would have dragged me down and it would have killed me. And I was already, I was already getting sick. I was already, you know, it was already wobbly. And then boom, skyrocket. And I'm like, what? Skyrocket? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I was like, skyrocket and all this stuff is going wrong, you know? So I, and I, and at one point I stood on the steps of this movie theater that we have down here. And um, I went to the matinee and, and, and I, I, I just got through and I walked outside. I was by myself. I, stood on the steps and I called my doctor and I said, hey, you know, we got to do something. This is ridiculous. I mean, my, my and, and everybody knew who I was by that time. You see what I'm saying? But, but the health was so bad. I could have been, I could have been dead in, in three years, three years time. I could have been dead. And if I would have been dead, you know, back, back then, right? So you're talking 99 by 2002, I would have been dead. <laughs> By 2002, Hawaiians, right? So I had to do some major steps. Now, here's the thing. You have to take drastic measures to make drastic improvements. Okay, so, so your improvement is relative to your effort. Your giving is relative to the return. Okay, how much are you giving, Hawaiians? Okay, now you want to receive more? Okay, learn how to give more. And I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking about your time. I'm talking about your love. I'm talking about your attention. I'm talking about your every every aspect of your life. You got to give more. Okay, I'm talking about everything. So you got you to gotta give more to get more. Okay, you got to put in more effort, right? Sometimes not necessarily effort. Sometimes it's a combination of things. But just in general, you got to do more to get more. There's no such thing as sitting around on the beach hoping that everything's going to fall in your lap and everything falls in your lap, okay? So sometimes this is what I say, right? You don't have to necessarily work hard, but you, you may have to work long, okay? I don't work hard. I don't work hard at all. I work long, yeah. I, I, I Sometimes, you know, I call it hyper-focus, right? What I do is I've mastered this thing called hyper-focus where sometimes I sit down and hyper-focus for for eight, nine, ten hours before I just pass out. But I hyper-focus before that. And I get done what an average human being would probably get done in a week. And I get it done in like two days. But that's how things, you know, that's how things happen, right? And sometimes, right? And here's another thing. So this is the big fat butt part, the other side, right? And the flip side to that coin is... While you're in motion with the energy, projecting that energy for that two days, okay, just know that you're pushing everything out in front of you, okay? You're pushing everything out in front of you. And then when you stop, right, that's when everything comes back. And sometimes the balance is out of whack a little bit because you're pushing too much and then, then it's coming back too much. You see what I'm saying? So, so in that case, right, what you experience is extremes, 
and believe me, Owens, I experienced a lot of extremes. But I would rather sit down and jam for two days, right? And this is just personal preference, okay? This is not, I'm not telling you guys this is what you should do. But for me, right, I would rather do that and jam for two days than space it out a little at a time each day. You see what I'm saying? I'd rather just get it done. Let's do this. Let's get it over with. Let's, let's, let's power this thing through. And sometimes it works and sometimes I fall on my butt. And that's just the way it is for me. Okay, everybody's different. But here's what I would tell you. Find your balance. Whatever the balance is for you, whatever balance is for you, that's what you got to try to find. Try and find that balance. And the way you do that is you put out and you relax and you see what comes back. And you put out and you see what comes back. Now, if you can't tell, okay, then you need to experience synchronicity. You haven't gotten to that point yet. If you haven't gotten to that point yet, you need to meditate. If you haven't done that yet, just, just go to the website, jrkjr.com. Hit that microphone and ask me for suggestions. I'll give it to you. Okay, no charge. I'll give it to you. It's easy. It's very, very easy. Okay, and I've discussed it on other podcasts, so go check the other episodes. But I'm just saying... You need to meditate. You need to be more in touch with nature, with yourself, with the natural stuff. Because there's a lot of influence coming in, right? There's that music that you listen to in a car. There's that TV shows you're watching. There's that, you know, you, you binge watching your favorite <laughs> episodes of whatever, right? Okay, so so that's all distraction. That's all distraction. Okay, so what you need to, and that's, that's commercialism. That's all it is. It's commerce, okay? It's distraction, though. And what you need to do is pull yourself out of that. And the only way to pull yourself out of that is to go into neutral. When you're in neutral, okay, so meditation, right? Stop or take a nap or whatever. When you get up from your nap, stop snapping yourself back into the into the same vibe that you had before you took a nap. Okay, stop, just stop. Ease yourself into your day. You know, so I get up early. I get up, I get up at 5.30 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning, sometimes 3.30 in the morning. Okay, two days ago, I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning, right? Why? Well, because I got up at 3 o'clock, so I wouldn't have to rush by the time I got to 7 o'clock. You see? So you ease into your day, ease into your life. And pretty soon, your life becomes more manageable because now you got flow. And when you got flow, things happen easier. Things come to you easier. Things flow through you easier, right? You give easier. Things are easy. When you're happy, Hawaiians, when you're happy, it's easy to give. When you're happy, it's easy to do. When you're happy, it's easy to give someone your time. When you're happy, it's easy to do whatever you need to do. Empty the rubbish, do your chores, whatever. Do your, do your, uh, do your paperwork, whatever you're going to do, right? But it's easier. And you're going to find that flow happens. And when you get to that point of flow, right, and then you see the productivity come. And then you see how much that you get done and you, and you hardly even thought of it, right? Then you're going to understand flow. And when that happens, oh, sorry, I got to go. But yeah, check it out, always. It works. All right, there you go. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Brother Randy, Sister Jerry. At two convenient locations, one in Kaka'ako, my favorite, and the Alohilani Hotel in Waikiki. Also, voice master family of service companies, AFMHawaiiMusic.com, featuring the music of brother Darren Chinan. Find them on iTunes and other places that you buy music. Till next time, I'm Junior Keiko Eva Junior saying mahalo and aloha.